Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa. Today, we're talking about whether it's time to drastically rethink your business funnel. And you can find the show notes for today's episode at dtdbpodcast.biz forward slash 011. Welcome. So I've just got back from holiday, which is why we've had a couple of weeks off from this podcast. And when I got back, my inbox was full of newsletters from high profile internet marketers. Now, the thing is, I, I'm not a huge signer upper for these guys' stuff because I'm pretty busy, so I tend to be quite picky. Now, what had happened before I went on holidays, I must have signed up for some stuff, kind of only half realising. And these guys were emailing me at least daily, sometimes twice daily, and the emails were getting more and more aggressive and more and more, okay, let's be polite, more and more assertive and more and more trying to induce a sense of scarcity and stress and hurry and rush. Frankly, they might have had some of the world's best gold dust on internet marketing in them, but I deleted every single one. There were hundreds of of them. I was astonished. So signing up for a single video that looked like it would be great to watch opened my inbox to being emailed and harassed daily. How do I feel as a potential customer? Pretty peeved. Am I likely to sign up for their next video? I might think about 10 times because not one of these emails was a general newsletter. Every single one of them was trying to squeeze me through a funnel. Now, I could spot this really easily because I also do a lot of marketing online, but I'm guessing that even your general consumer would notice when they're being squeezed through a funnel. And frankly, it felt like bullying. Some people really respond to this. And clearly for these guys, it's making them a fortune, which is why they're doing it. But there was another thing that happened on holiday. I met up with some people who are my absolute ideal customers. They resonated with the way I work and they really wanted to stay in touch. One of the things that kind of scares me when I go away and I bump into people and they hear who I am and what I do is they go and look up my website or they they YouTube me, <laughs> which always feels a bit like standing in front of the headmaster's door and wondering what they're going to what they're going to say. Now, these people really, really wanted to stay in touch. And they all said, where is your newsletter? I've been to your website. I can't find your newsletter anywhere. Why? Because everything is tied to a problem specific opt-in that then takes them through a funnel and then they get the newsletter at the end of it. And it's changes I've made over the last few years based on the advice from these big internet marketing gurus. But when I really listened to these customers, these potential customers and what they wanted. What they wanted was just to stay in touch. They wanted more of my stuff. They're not yet ready to make that commitment. They just wanted to build the relationship and they felt frustrated and disappointed that they couldn't easily find a, here's where to get my newsletter. So I popped into one of the big biz groups I'm part of this week and we had a chat about funnels you know, should we just have funnels with problem-specific opt-ins or should we also allow people just to get our newsletter? What was really interesting was how much people were defending their funnels and their opt-ins. I actually had people saying, you don't want anybody just getting your newsletter because then they'll never buy. They've got to go through one of your funnels. It was quite an eye-opener. Nobody in the discussion could see 
that maybe the customers had a right to choose. And it got me thinking is do we really need, is it time to drastically rethink your business funnel attitude? Where did our customers' needs go? You know, this discussion got quite offensive. There was a lot of talk about converting people. There was no talk about meeting their needs and making a difference. And how do our customers feel about this? Are we getting it right and it's resonating for them and they're falling in love with us? Or are we getting it so, so wrong and they're feeling spammed and bullied and coerced? So when you think about the image of a funnel, I'm picturing a plastic funnel that I've got in my kitchen that I use for pouring my kombucha into bottles, but that's a whole other story. You start off with a wide open net and then that liquid pours through the conical bit and down into that tiny funnel into a bottle, into something that constricts it and holds it. If you imagine being a customer, Okay, you cast a wide open net, you want as many people in your funnel as possible, and then you weed out as you go through the ones who aren't going to buy and you discard them. Or you treat them like second rate citizens, only the ones who are hungry to buy make it into that bottle and then they're held there (laughs) until they part with their credit card details. It is like squeezing people through a tiny, tiny spout. And unless that person is a perfect match for the thing that you are trying to sell them through that particular funnel, which because we cast that net pretty wide, there's a chance they won't be, then they're going to feel constricted, rejected, hard sold to, bullied, coerced. Yeah. So I made a decision and it fits with how I've been thinking about my customers for a long time. Because I don't want my customers to feel like I'm squeezing them through a funnel. I want them to feel like I'm empowering and inspiring them to expand and grow, which is the exact opposite of what a funnel creates. You see, I mentor entrepreneurs and passionate world changers who are so hungry to step to the next level that it keeps them awake at night but they secretly know they're getting in their own way. So together we do the work that sets them free to make the difference they're here to make in the world. So instead of thinking about funnels, I prefer to think about sowing seeds. You see, people can come and reach me at any level of the process. They might just be starting out, so they're sowing the seeds. So they can get my my free stuff and my very inexpensive stuff like my books, my articles, my videos, my podcasts, my webinars. That's sowing and nurturing the seeds. It's sowing the seeds to inspire and empower them for when they're ready to take that leap. Then the next level up is my online courses, which are hugely effective, but they're self-study courses. You know, I've got back-end interactive groups where people do get support, but they're basically still for somebody who's just dipping their toe in the water. And I think of that as looking after the seedlings as they grow. Then you've got my academy membership, an annual program. And for me, that's people who are starting to get ready to really make a commitment. And that excites me so much. And to them, I feel that I'm nurturing those plants to allow them to flourish. And then after that, they've got the VIP one-to-one work, the mentoring, the intensives, the masterminds. For me, this is like empowering and inspiring them to leave that legacy they dream of leaving, to make their big difference in the world, to really dive in. They're the ones that are so hungry, it's keeping them awake at night, and they know if they don't do it, they're going to really regret it. And they're prepared to put in the commitment to get the results. It's like allowing them and helping them to grow into a strong and graceful oak tree. 
So rather than squeezing people through a funnel, I want to inspire and empower my customers to grow and become who they really are and to expand into those soul shoes, not squeezing them through an ever shrinking tube. Yeah. Can you feel the difference? And your customers can. This is the secret. And this is the irony. Yeah. Is the customers can sniff your intention from the other side of the Internet Now, my customers can and do join at any stage of that expansion process. Some people join me at the free level. Some people have never worked with me before and they come straight in at the intensive level. And that's fine. They don't have to come through a funnel to reach me. The thing is, if your intention on offering a freebie or an opt-in is to get people to buy through going through a specific funnel. People will feel that if they're a perfect match and they go straight down the middle of that funnel, then they're going to resonate and they're going to love you for it. If they're not quite a perfect match for what it is you're selling at the end, they're going to feel squeezed and they're going to get discarded. And that really doesn't feel great. And also we, when we have these funnels, we get attached to people behaving in a particular way. You know, well, unless you watch this video or unless you click on that link, then I'm not sending you any more of these or I'm going to send you the ones that bully you into doing it. Yeah. I can really see the place for a funnel, for a lead magnet, for an opt-in that really fixes a problem for someone and gives them an experience of working with you so that they can know, like, and trust you and then feel hungry to dive in more deeply. But when the visual that's going on in our heads is a funneling people through and getting rid of those who aren't ready to buy, I see that as really business limiting. And when we're attached to squeezing them through a funnel, it's as though we're trying to manipulate their free will. Now, for me, that is not the kind of customers I want to attract. So I'm curious, how do you feel about funnels? Have you been using them in your business? Do they work? And if you're really, really honest, how do the people feel that end up falling outside that funnel and being discarded? And given that we could look at it the other way, instead of squeezing people through a funnel, we could create things that allow them to experience working with us, to allow them to grow and expand and use their free will to really choose to work with us, building that relationship rather than bullying them into a particular outcome. How might that change your customer's experience of working with you? I mean, have you been squeezing your customers through a funnel? Do you have any strategy on this at all? How do you feel about this? Should they just be able to sign up for your newsletter? Or is that something that's somehow totally taboo? And how might you tweak what you're doing to allow your customers to feel free, to to expand and to choose to work with you instead of squeezing them through that tiny, tiny set of correct actions that give them permission to work with you? And how might it feel if you allow them to experience how you could help them to want to work with you rather than feeling like you're coercing them? Now, I know that this could be a contentious topic and where I'm standing on it might not be where you are. That's fine. Come and join the discussion, dtdbpodcast.biz forward slash zero one one. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, your recommendations, any insights, any light bulbs. And if you've enjoyed this podcast today, please share it with your friends and colleagues. Come and join us on iTunes. You helping get the word out there on this means I can keep doing this for free because it's a big commitment, even though I love doing it. And I've got something else I want to share with you today, something really, really exciting that came out of my trip to Turkey two weeks ago. If your heart is calling you to write a nonfiction book, 
Yeah, if what you do is brilliant and you love it and your customers love it, then writing a book could make the most enormous difference to you. And I'm running a series of free masterclasses on how to get your nonfiction book written so that it magnetizes your dream clients and helps you to grow your business and make a bigger difference in the world. If you want to join me for the next one, you need to go to daretodreambigger.biz forward slash write your book. That's daretodreambigger.biz forward slash write your book. And for those of you who are really ready, but you don't know where to start and you're kind of, how do I do the marketing? How do I structure it? How do I figure out what people really want to read? what they're going to buy, what they're going to talk about. I'm running a three-day intensive from the 20th to the 22nd of May this year. If you want to join me, places are really limited. We're going to do a deep dive. By the end of the three days, you're going to have total clarity on your book. You're going to be totally committed. You're going to be excited. You're going to be confident. You're going to be feeling inspired. You're going to know the structure. You're going to know who you're writing for, the tone of voice, the content, the problems they've got, how you can solve them. By the end of that three days, you are going to be zinging and heading off to write your book. And then we're going to do 10 weeks of live Q&A calls where I support you as a group through writing your book. And it is going to be life-changing and world-changing. If you want to join me for that, it's an application-only retreat. You'll need to go to authorintensive.biz. That's authorintensive.biz. I would so love to share that with you. It's going to be so much fun. So that's it for today. Come and let me know what you thought of today's podcast, where you stand on the whole funnel discussion and what changes you might make over at dtdbpodcast.biz forward slash zero one one. That's Claire Yosa signing off. I will be back next week with episode 12. Have a fantastic week. (laughs) 